Hey, and welcome to episode two of the How to Be Real podcast, a place where we can be real in a world that is obsessed with fake, okay? I am Tasha B. I am an actor, a writer, director, and producer extraordinaire, and this is my lovely co-host. And I'm Taylor, aka Tay, as as you can say, aka Tay. (laughs) Um, And I am a creative strategist and lover of all things wellness. Yes. Okay. And now that we got that out the way, we start with a check-in and I say, how you doing, Tay? I am all over the place. <laughs> I'm all over the place. It's I'm having one of those days where um, you, I literally had my schedule mapped out to a T mm-hmm. in my, in my, I'll actually pull it up for you, girl. I will pull it up for you because I just need you to see. You see this? Boom, oh yeah, boom, boom. It's, it's segmented. It is boom, segmented, boom, 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 boom. and not everything is a meeting. Some of those times are being blocked off as you know, work on this assignment, do mm-hmm. this, do that, and it's one of those days where you're like, I have everything perfectly planned out. It's gonna go smoothly, and then some bullshit happens. Of you know course, I mean? as always, just just a wrench, and not just a regular. Oh, I forgot I have to go pick up my laundry or something like that. Like no, like an emotional. An emotional wrench in the day. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I feel like it's been something that has been kind of going on for a minute. So it's not, it's not crazy heavy to the point where it's like stopping everything, but it's heavy enough to where I'm like, all right, uh, mm, this stuff is going to get cut short, Mm, you know? Yeah, you got to make time. (sighs) So I'm feeling that. But I'm also very excited because it's my partner's Rod's birthday tomorrow. Yeah. So, hey, <laughs> shout out to Rod Zala. Um, and we're going to have a great time. So, yes. yeah. What about you? How are you doing, Tosh? Who? I am, I'm doing good. You know, as you said, I've had some emotional things come up lately. Um, yeah. But <laughs> um, I did have a really weird thing happen to me. I'm uh, not wearing earrings, and I lightweight styled my hair yes. like this on purpose because I'm like, I don't want to, like, show my earrings. Oh. But, yeah, I got an <laughs> earring stuck in my ear, yo. Like, this has never happened to me before. Right. These earrings that were pretty cute, but, like, I went to a little um, high tea with my sister at this place mm. in Davis. And so I wore these earrings that, that are those like... Those are good earrings for high tea. Right? That's yeah. what I thought. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wear these. They're just like, you know, earrings that had three kind of like, I don't know, they're like hangy, dangly, Like big. jewels maybe? Yeah, like, like jewels or, I don't know, I was going to say buttons, but I don't think oh. it was buttons. It was like, I think it was <laughs> jewels or whatever. Whatever. Anyway, some type of fancy like long earring. And I like, you know, got home and by the time I was going to take them off and like, you know, get in the shower and do all the things after your long day out, I, you know, was able to take this one out and then I go to take this one and I'm like, oh shoot, she ain't coming off. (laughs) And I did like take the back from it because I had lost the back to this one. Uh. And so I took a back off of a different earring to put on that ear, and I think that's where I made my mistake. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was like it a didn't too small. Yeah, or so forced it, like, it on there. And so then, like in me trying to take it off, I broke like both of these nails are like cracked Ooh. now from that because I was pulling hella hard. And then um, 
I used some like little plier, like jewelry plier kind of things, and I went to like yank it off, and I think I like bent it even more onto the thing. Jesus. So <laughs> yeah, it was stuck. So I was like, you know what? It was too late to like go anywhere. Um, and I was like looking up YouTubing things. They were like, yeah, try to heat up the metal, and you know. So I tried a bunch of shit, and then it was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to sleep and figure <laughs> this out. With a big ass dangly earring too. No. Oh my god, it was <laughs> crazy. I saw your your IG story and I was like, bro, what? Like, cause that is it was not a small earring at all. It was like, huge. It was a big ass <laughs> earring, like, and just one of them. So it's not even like one of those ones where you can just kind of like get away with it. I'm gonna rock it for a little right. bit, like whatever. Like, nah, them earrings did not go with every outfit. If it no. would have been like a silver hoop or something, would have been okay. I would have right. threw the other one on. It's been like whatever. But I did have a <laughs> um a like a Zoom meeting uh the next morning, and luckily it was the only thing I had going. It was Friday. Um, just put and your I hair just over yeah, it. I just put my hair over it. I have my hair on one side, and it was just like yeah, <laughs> making sure I didn't move too much. Oh my god! But then I finally got it off. I went to like a piercing place, and the lady was like, "You just gotta, you gonna have to break this off. You mm. have to cut it." And so she told me to go to Michaels and get some of those like jewelry, like metal. Damn bolt girl, why are you giving me things. a task? You couldn't do it right here. She tried. She really tried, but she was like, "I don't have anything that can break it because it's oh. it's stuck on there." And so I had to go to Michael's, get a little thing. Oh. Luckily, the thing was only $5. Okay, And I just, go. like, put it on there and just squeezed, and it popped off. Oh, there you go. Okay. But okay. my ear, like, that day, it felt okay. I, like, cleaned it off and everything, and it was kind of swollen and tender. But now it's, like, super scabbed, and, like, oh. I feel so bad for my little ear. So I'm like, okay, oh. yeah, no earrings for a while. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when. She's all tender. <laughs> she's all tender and exposed. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a little irritated at the piercing lady. You all are a piercing place. You need to be prepared for everything. All my piercing she, emergencies, you need to be prepared for them. Like, yeah, I mean, she she did say like she she did try. Like, I will yeah. say she did try, and she was like, "Thanks for trying." There was a thing here, a cutter thing, and she they looked for it, and they were like, "I'm sorry, like we, whatever." And she was like, "You didn't pay already," and I'm like, "No, I didn't. <laughs> Why would I pay before service?" Okay. But anyway, Where so she was she was sweet, but also yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I hope that that taught them a lesson. Be prepared. Get some cutters, man. Yeah, get get some, some cutters. They could have made cutters. some. Probably would have paid $5 for that. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Well, I'm glad your ear is on the healing mend. Yes. As is my spirit. Hey, period. <laughs> period. Um, but just a little skirt back to the beginning. Um, <laughs> this week's topic is people pleasing and the price of being nice because Baby. that's a heavy price sometimes. sometimes that is a heavy costs. price to sometimes, pay. Sometimes, you know, it, you, it's too expensive mm-hmm. and you can't do it. So, you know, we're going to be discussing that for our weekly reel. Uh, But before we get into that, we do do a three realist. And kind of of related to that, we have our three realist pop culture beefs. Ooh. (laughs) Some beef. Ooh, some some beef. Some drama, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cook it up and eat it. Okay. Mm. Period. (laughs) But um, you want to start yours? You want to start? I I could start. I don't mind starting, jumping on in. All right, go. So my first beef that I wanted to chat about is between Drake and Meek Mill. No, yeah. no, no. Actually, skirt, skirt. Drake and Meek Mill, which which evolved into Drake and Pusha T. Ooh. So that's yeah. what I really wanted to chat about. So because, all right, let's. let's so it's rewind. like a two for a two two for one beef. Yeah, special. a little two for one beef <laughs> special. Exactly. A Number patty. two. Yep. <laughs> and um, all right, so we all remember when Drake and Meek Mill they was beefing 
Um, don't really, I don't really remember why. And I was like, you know, I, I'm here for the push of tea beef, but I know the, the Meek Mill let us here. You remember? Hey, I do remember why. Let me know. So Meek Mill tweeted, I think, that Drake didn't write his own music. It was more and he ghost, was like, <sighs> ghost writing shit. Yeah. And he was mm. like, I can't believe that. That's crazy. I just found that out. Like, that's crazy. So that was okay. initially what was said. Period. Okay, because Pusha T also had a little bit of sprinkling in there, too, about mm-hmm. the ghostwriting shit. Mm-hmm. And so we all know Drake fucking annihilated Meek Mill with that. That was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. he made, like, I remember hearing Back to Back in the club. You get and everybody knew- by singing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knew all the words. Right yes. in the club. Like, that just made it even worse. Like, it's worse when the song that's dissing you is also a bop. Like, it's also doing numbers. <laughs> like, god damn. It's also a good song. Right? That shit is going off. So, all right. I was like, you, we all remember that. That was fun. That was good times. It was. Um, what a time. What a time <laughs> to be alive. <laughs> then the Pusha T came in. So I did my research here. So yes. Pusha T was already having some beef with Lil Wayne, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. So it was like a little what? bit of like little with Lil Wayne and um, what's his, what's his, uh, Young Money. Okay. Um. So, because he was, like, you know, already a little feud with Lil Wayne, Drake basically caught some strays, and he, you know, dissed him on a song called Infrared. Okay. And I remember that. Yes. And it was basically, again, talking about the whole ghostwriting situation. And, you know, Drake... <laughs> Cause he's just he's just so sassy. He really is. He's he's, he's a spicy poppy. He's a, he's a spicy <laughs> champagne poppy. And he was like, "You talk about my crew, and then you gonna get at me. I'm gonna get back." So he hits back, and uh, he responds with Duppy freestyle. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> it was a cool little change for his neck. He definitely Duppy, did. For sure. He definitely did. And it was like, all right, look, we was expecting a lot from um from Drake, right? We was like, all right, you don't we know that Drake holds it down. He does. In the in the beefs, right? Right. At least know. up to that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least up I don't to know that about point. now, I don't even pay attention. Right. But up until that point, you're right. Yes. And this was in 2017. Okay. So just Think about where you were in 2017. What was you doing? Right. Where was you at? Where were you at? Where was what you clubs at? were you hitting? Right. Was you dancing in the club? Was you holding up the wall? What were you doing? You know? Um, so okay, so then Drake thought he had it. Drake thought he had it in the bag. Then Push came through with a little something they call the story of Adidon. Ooh. <laughs> and he not only did he say, yo, your your boy 40 suffers from multiple sclerosis. sclerosis. Which, like, how is that a diss? The boy is, you know, like, hey, like, well, like come on, what did he do? He was probably like, now why am I in it? Not only that, he also put Drake's uh, Drake's photo of him in blackface yeah. as the cover of the Ooh, fucking song. That was, that was, that was out of pocket. That, that was like, I feel like for me personally, a little bit of like, damn, Drake, what the hell? Right. Kind of what? All minstrel show. Kind of what the just, hell? What the fuck? But and you then, know, whatever. To make it, just to really just tie it all in with a bow, this man unearths the news of Drake's love child. Mm, 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 mm. Little baby Adonis. Little baby Adonis. That's the boy's name, right? Adonis? Yeah, I think so. Little baby Adonis. And... 
to the point where it was like, all right, damn. Every now the blogs was talking about, all right, damn. Okay, so is this even a beef? Like at this point, you over here fucking find out shit TMZ can't even find. Okay. Like, you wow, you going in? And I heard somewhere that Drake had told Kanye West that information, and Kanye mm-hmm. told Pusha T because he was on His Kanye's label, label um, Good Music. I think was it mm-hmm. still Good Music by that time. I think so. But yeah, Oof. so that that was that was that was gossip. That was that gossip. was gossip. And he said it was good you know gossip. Though. It was he, but it was so good to the point where Drake couldn't even respond in the form of a, a retaliation. He had to come and address the current news. He had to come back like, I wasn't hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding I was the world from my kid. From my kid. Oh my God. It was like, damn, like this ain't even. Like what? This First ain't of even... all, what? <laughs> what? Hiding the world from your kid. The baby. Yeah, right. The baby who don't even know what's going on right now. Thank you. Like, it's not, look, Drake, it's not our fault that out of all the millions of bad bitches you've been with, I mean, you had Serena. Rihanna. You have Rihanna. J-Lo. Oh, you you fumbled the bag on all these women. You made the whole necklace out of the 42 rings that you were about to propose. Which is clownery. Come on, that's clownery. Why? Why? And yet you end up getting, like, what is she, like a, a French prostitute or French I think she French was a porn, porn star? star, yeah. French porn star pregnant. Look, so it's not our fault, Drake. It's not It's not our fault. It's not, the, it's not little baby Adonis's fault. Do you, think, you, do you think that if that hadn't come out that way, he would have, like, had Adonis hella public and shit? Um, hmm. Maybe not as early as he did. Mm. I don't think he would have done it, you know, when he did, like I, I think he would have waited. Mm. He would have waited, as yeah. you know, as long as he needed to. Which, like, <laughs> let's be clear though, like with with news like that, I thought that was a little bit like, oh, come on, bro, mm. like you had to, you couldn't, because I think the way I saw it was like, Pusha T, you're not gonna beat him song for song. Yeah. So you did need to, you needed something. You needed, you know, something. and there's a reason he did that. And I do I think that it was, you know, a mic drop on the beef. Yes. Yes. Do I think that ethically it was the right thing to do? No. Because what did the baby do? What did the homegirl do that had the baby? Like, she didn't do nothing to nobody. And neither did the boy. They didn't deserve to be dragged into it. That's true. Um, And you don't, the way I feel. Unless you fucking with a singing nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like when people bring kids into adult beef, it really is like, why? Mm -hmm. You know, like with the kids, come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. What did he do? So... That's, That's how I feel, but but again, Mike drop on the on the beef because the I wasn't hiding the kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my. That was that very, was... that was very much like I need I need to say something because yeah. people are looking at me like what Ugh, all weirdo oh, deadbeat no. ass right wow okay you were just gonna deny a kid right no one likes that. that. That was a very like Drake that. thing to do. It was. So, anyways. <laughs> you made it a quotable quote. I feel like somebody used that. Yes, I mean, somebody used We're that. here five, six years later still using that <laughs> shit. The fuck? So, that was that was definitely one of, my, one of my fave beefs. What about you? Um, so, one of mine, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll talk about, like, a more recent one because I have a few iconic ones. This yes. one I wouldn't say is my favorite, but I guess my favorite current Beefs, and I don't even know if you could call it a beef, but it's <laughs> Soulja Boy and J. Cole. And this right. happened like last week, I think, or maybe week before that. Okay, yeah, tell me because I don't even know what's going on. Okay, so, fill so me in. 
J. Cole was a guest on Little Yachty's podcast. I forget what his podcast is called, but um, J. Cole is a guest on there. And he just starts talking, uh, like, Lil Yachty plays, like, a um, a clip of, like, an old song that he made when he was, like, before he even started out rapping. He was, like, a teenager. And he was, like, in his song, he was, like, we ain't on no lyrical shit, you know, fuck J. Cole, we ain't on that oh. kind of thing. So he kind of, like, name drops J. Cole in a, in a, in a dis, dis type of way, right? And so, you know, he plays it for J. Cole, and J. Cole's like, nah, actually. And Lil Yachty is like, oh, man, I'm so embarrassed about that. Like, I can't believe I did that. Like, I didn't even have a career, and I'm, I'm like, this what is J. Cole. Right. Like, what am I doing? Why did I come for you? This is my third song I ever made. What am I doing? And, you know, they were laughing about it. But J. Cole starts to get into how he looks at young rappers now versus how he did in the past. Mm. And so he basically says, like, there was a time in his career where, you know, Soldier Boy and people like, you know, Lil Yachty and that style of music was like getting on his nerves. He hated mm. it. He was like, man, what is happening to hip hop? Like it's turning into something else and I don't like it. And, da, da, da. and then he said that he had to, he like had a realization one day that like, damn, I'm a hater. Like I sound <laughs> like a hater. Like, damn, I'm Keep hating. And so he said Keep he had real. to change his mindset and see like, okay, these guys are actually talented. They may not be doing the things the same way that I'm doing them, but they see something that I don't see and they're successful. So why mm. am I hating? Like he said, literally said, I turned from a hater to an appreciator. And then he said he became a better artist by switching that mindset. Okay. And he drove home the point that like, you know, just because people are different, just because I may not agree or even be a fan of the music doesn't mean that I have to hate on it and that it's not valuable and that people aren't talented. Somebody need to tag Joe Budden in this conversation. Yeah. But Speaking of he haters. ain't never going to grow up. Ever. He's, and I feel like his brand is hater. Yes. Like, he's like <laughs> the hater. What was that? The player haters? The player haters. <laughs> the player haters. Woo, he would have an award if that was a real thing. Yes. So, anyway, Soldier Boy reacts on Twitter. Ranting as he does, right? And he's just basically like, J. Cole's a stupid bitch. Oh, fuck oh. him, fuck his fans. He's broke. You don't, you're in a 360 deal and you don't own your stuff. You only get 20% of the money you make. I have a label. Um, you, you've never had a number one um single until now because his song that he did with Drake, I forget yeah. what it's called, first person shooter or something like that. Yeah, that song is number one, and that's J. Cole's. Only number one song. Are and you he for was, real? Yeah, like, crazy. I didn't know that. Crazy. I didn't know that either. But basically, he he was hey. basically like, oh, sorry. No. J. Cole's gone number one in my book. Okay. <laughs> He's number one in our hearts. That's why that matters. <laughs> but so he was talking about that and he was like, you needed Drake to have a number one. I had a number one when I was like 16, 17 years old. And, you know, brother. All, all this stuff. I own my own record label, all, all that, all that jive, right? And, you know, this goes on for a minute, right? Until Soulja Boy goes live on his Instagram page. Oh and Nikki asked to join his live. And so in the live, from what I watched, because I did watch it, it was only like 20 minutes. And he was only, he, he wasn't really talking about J. Cole up until, I guess he had some clothing line he was talking about and just talking to the fans, talking about how much he loves his fans and all that. And then Nikki joins and, you know, I guess they had some type of, energy between them because when she hosted the VMAs, she performed this song, what's it called? Itty Bitty Kitty? Itty Bitty Piggy. Itty, itty Bitty Piggy, yes. yes. So she performed that and you know it samples Donk mm -hmm. by Soulja Boy. Mm -hmm. And so I guess he had said something, it didn't say, they didn't say like where he said this, probably Twitter, mm. but he had said like, you know, I would have liked to have been there since, you know, that is a sample of mine, like mm. it would have been dope if, you know, I could have been at the VMAs yeah. for that. 
Yeah, that would have been that would have been awesome. Like that would have been really really cool. Just like how what's her name? Um, I was gonna call her light skin Keisha. What was her <laughs> name? Uh, Lotto brought out Mariah Carey. Yes, yeah, you know I mean? yes, like, for the sample, the iconic yes. sample of the iconic song, Come which like now. she got a don't, she, she got, got a don't. She got a don't, she got a don't, she, she got, got a don't. She that got is a, iconic song. Yeah, okay. especially at the time. Okay. Yeah, come on now. Man, that was, that was, that was oh, yes, you're running to the dance floor, you hear that. Yes, absolutely. Probably even now. I was going to say. Like, okay, wait, <laughs> they playing this? <laughs> but, okay, so he is on the live and he's like, you know, because she asked, she was like, I heard you said something, like, what, what's going on? Well, I know you're not mad at me, you know, in a joking kind of way. And then he I was just. Still. He just explained that, like, yeah, you know, it was a feature. I would, I was just saying, and he, he was saying, like, he wasn't mad at Nikki. He was more mad at MTV okay. for not inviting him to perform. He was like, they knew you were going to perform that. And then she clears it up and says, it was a last-minute thing. She was actually supposed to perform Your Love. But oh, at the last minute, yeah. she decided, uh, that, that song is kind of drawn out and the energy is kind of low. She chose a different, and she yeah. chose Itty Bitty Piggy. Yeah. Uh, which she said, b- better choice, all the things. And so she was like, don't even be mad at them because it was such a last minute change that I don't, she, they didn't have time to even contact you, try to get you out. It would have just been way too last minute. Mm. So he's, okay, whatever, you know, they clear it up. And then um, they segue and start talking about uh, beefs and drama or whatever. Mm. She's like, yeah, like what is going on? He was like, oh man, niggas be having me fucked up. And she's like, okay, well who? Like what's going yeah, on? Yeah, like who is it? You know what I mean? And he's like, well, you know, J. Cole, you know, he went on there and he said that, and she was like, and he's going off. And she's like, wait, like, he did not say that. I saw the thing. He didn't say Thank that, you, babe. Nikki. And she's like, babe, babe, babe. He didn't yes. say that. And she Get clarifies, clear. she clarifies that, like, actually, he did start off saying that, but then he ended up giving you props. Like, he ended up Thank saying, you. like, you're talented and, you know, you do have, you, you know, the music is good. And no, he, he didn't do that. He wasn't dissing you. Like, that's not, that wasn't the point of what he said. And Listen, so, sir. Listen. It took a little bit of convincing, but... um. She ended up convincing him, and he was like, all right, J. Cole, Nikki saved you. Nikki saved you. If she said it's cool, then it's cool. And she was like, no, it's not even that. And then she goes on, which I thought was super, super sweet. And I feel like Nikki gets a really bad rap for being like a salty or like rude or Mm -hmm. whatever. But I thought this was so sweet. She ends up like pouring into him and saying like, you know, do you feel loved? Like off this internet stuff in your real life, do you feel loved? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I have love. I got, I got love and stuff. I got people around me that love me. Love, and love. that's exactly what she said. She was like, you know, you got love. There's a difference between you got love and you feel love. Like, yes. do you feel the love around you? And he said, yeah. And, and she was like, okay, well, one thing that I want you to do, encourage you to do, is to get off this internet because this is not real mm. life. Like, get off of here thinking that it needs to be all love or that any of this is real or any of this really matters. Like, I want people Sweet to stop again. with that. We need to get back into our real life and the real love and the real people and the real connections that make us who we are. Mm. Right? <laughs> she really did. Fire. She really came with it. I was listening. I was like, oh my gosh, Nikki. Yes. Like, she came with such a great message and he left all happy and bubbly. She was like, you're, and she ended up giving him flowers and saying like, we love you. Like, know that you are loved. Whether or not you're on a stage or at an award show, it doesn't matter if you're not there. You're in our hearts. We love you. And anytime Aww. they play Soldier Boy, you know, we gonna dance. Period. And I was like, Cause That's he true. really did start this he shit did. though. Like, he really did. I mean, in terms of all this little the little dances and all that shit. Like, don't get me wrong, we was gonna be dancing with her without Soldier Boy. But the fact that like the way that he did it, yes. the way that he paid, that's awesome. I'm he glad changed that she, the game. Yeah, it was sweet. Did. It ended very sweetly. And so uh J. Cole never commented past his thing. I, I which wouldn't either. We would not expect him to. I don't think I gave you your flowers. Okay, come on now. <laughs> 
<laughs> you you miss that's not a beef. Right. So I don't know if it's a beef, but I just I really liked it. I that was solid. It. I do wanna know, like, even though I I'm I mess with Nikki. I do I really enjoy her presence. But why did it take her so damn long to clear that up with between her and Soulja Boy? Like Yeah, I I don't like, know. Goddamn, how long ago was that? Like I don't know when the VMAs were. Well, Itty Bitty Piggy came out years ago. Like, let's see. Let's freaking find well, out. Well, he was upset that when she performed it at the VMAs, when she just hosted, that he wasn't invited on stage. Oh, it was, so that's it was a recent why. VMA. Yeah, you, she just hosted the, the uh, recent VMAs. She just hosted it. Oh, oh see? Look, look at me. Yeah, so that's why. <laughs> she, she was, you know, she performed a few different times as well, but she performed that song and he wanted to be brought on stage okay. for the performance of the song which makes okay. absolute sense that like it would it would have been dope too but she was just saying logistically they didn't have the time to do it so yes okay you know, okay that makes missed. sense i was like damn when did you perform that <laughs> no for <laughs> real cuz that is a like a, a deep cut lightweight right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay um, that was good, and I knew nothing about that. So I'm, I'm like, glad. I'm glad. I just, I just learned just so. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Okay, so I, um, I only have one more to mention, but um, it's the very infamous Solange and Jay Z beef. Oof. Oh my God, was that a beef <laughs> or was it just a, a, a whooping, a, a reckoning, <laughs> right? A reckoning <laughs> that fucking part, and yeah, I feel like it was more of that. Very, it was much more, more of a that. you get what you get. You get what you get. <laughs> you play with the bull, you get the horns, kind of thing. Period. And it's like it's very like it's, it's short and sweet. We don't really know. We still to this day don't have a factual basis of why. Right. That all happened. we have is lemonade. That's all we have. <laughs> That's just you know, Biggie with the good hair. Right, there's lots of speculation. Which I heard that was. Oh yeah, you were there. What? They said it was. Um, what's her name? What's that girl's name? Ah, uh, oh, what is her name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Rita, Ora? Rita Ora. Yeah. Yes, that's Rita the rumor. Ora. We don't know. Not confirmed. We don't know. <laughs> Definitely not confirmed. Definitely not confirmed. But yeah, I just I I had to mention that one because it's like how iconic. how iconic. Solange does not play about her sister. Like, what? It, like, she's not uh, going to play about Beyonce. That's just not. And then, like, who does play about their sister? Let's let's be real. I was just going to say she was. Like, I'm a, not even mad. I got a sister. And would somebody get slapped around if they was messing around? Yes. Yes. They would. Absolutely. She was I'm like sorry. the, no, you're you. okay. She was like <laughs> the, like, just epitome of all sisters at that moment. Right? And the one that we can just, we can really, and I feel like it was cool to see both of them in that scene. The one sister just chilling, like. Mm-hmm, she looked there, mm-hmm. she was looking like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You get what you get. You get what you get. And my sister gonna throw a fit, so. Period. You, you fucked go. around and found out. Yeah. <laughs> how, so, how the Noel sisters get down. That's how we get down. And so, anyways, I just thought that was everything. And the fact that they just like, Kept it pushing like nothing was going on, even though it was in the media circuit for so long. So long. No one said anything. <laughs> no one said anything. There was tight that, though. to I this day. That. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I um them NDAs, you know, Beyonce work hard, but them NDAs work Shoo, harder. <laughs> okay. And then lawyers. But I will say that the day that Beyonce does make a memoir or write Whoa. a memoir, a tell-all book, honey, it's mm. gonna sell like it, hot cakes, okay? Shelf. And I, I want one. I'm, yeah. buy, I'm oh. buying the book yes. when it comes out. The way the way Jada secrets? wanted her shit to sell, that's how Beyonce is. Oh, absolutely. And she's 10. not gonna have to do that tour where she's telling all the dang tea from the dang book oh, in every interview. Because do we even need to read it? <laughs> Gosh, for real. But um, 
<laughs> For real, it's like, girl, what? Why are we buying this? At what this are point? we? What's in the book? You just reading the book? Yeah. What you gonna do? You take all the hottest things from the book and just tell everyone? Just tell everyone, like, hey, you guys want to know all the spoilers? Did you want to know? Here they are. Let me just summarize the book. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to read it. <laughs> and it was hella funny because why Will Smith come out like. I'm narrating my own audiobook with like all the little clips, like little clippies of his behind the scenes. I was like, you're kind of petty. Like, y'all, I mean, I don't blame it though. We talk about the I don't even books. Let me get my book in here while right. we're talking. Hello. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all. He's like, I'm narrating. It's now available on Spotify since y'all are here. Since you're here, might as well. Know, you know, run I'm these saying. numbers up. I'm not mad. Get the bag. Get the bag. I love you, Petty. So. Thinking. Mine is one that I didn't know too much about. Two iconic women beefing, Ooh. Rihanna and Sierra. Oh, right, right, right. And I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with Rihanna in 2011 on Twitter mm. or just in that era, the 2010s. She was a savage. Cutthroat. Bad Gal you. Riri on Twitter back in two, the 2010 era. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> She beefed with a few people. She talked a lot of shit. Lot she of shit. hurt a lot of feelings. And she get back in. Made up. us laugh. Mm. And mm. she she's, again, the bad gal that she is. Oh. Probably still. She probably just a little more low-key about it. Very much that. She's like, <laughs> she's billionaire status right Okay. Now. She's, she's like, like, look, we don't need to speak on that. <laughs> but uh, so for this beef, Sierra, she goes on E, like one of, you know, E mm. News, whatever, uh, talking to Joan Rivers, remember her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, oh, my God. And, uh, you know, of course, they're talking about fashion. It was like a fashion kind of thing. And so, of course, Rihanna comes up. Of course. We're talking fashion. Of course, we're going to talk about Rihanna. Period. And so, uh, in kind of talking about Rihanna, Sierra's like, you know, I had an encounter with Rihanna at a party recently, and she, quote, wasn't the nicest. Hmm. Right? Mm. She says that, and she's just like, yeah, you know, I've had a few run-ins with her before, you know, and it was cool, but this one was just not the best run-in. Oh. And that's what she said. Damn, girl, on uh, the e? Yes, and Joan uh. Rivers was like, bitch, okay. <laughs> like, and just made it worse, right? So then Rihanna sees this and tweets, my bad, see, did I forget to tip you? Hashtag, how rude of me. God damn. What? Not if, did I forget to tip like, you? Like, What? She came, she came, she came hot. And so then Sierra tweets her back, trust me, Rihanna, you don't want to see me on or off the stage. Rihanna tweets back. She said, you don't want these hands? Rihanna tweets back, oh, you gangster, huh? Ha, good luck booking that stage you speak of. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. So then, shots fired. Shots Brrr. freaking fired. But like, then it gets like super weird because that later on that night, Rihanna tweets again, apologizing, saying, Sierra, baby, I love you, girl. You hurt my feelings real bad on TV. I'm heartbroken. That's why I retaliated this way. So sorry. Hashtag let's make up. PR. Okay. Somebody PR. came in and was like, girl, no. Get it together. Stop. <laughs> Not her. <laughs> Not her, please. <laughs> but then Sierra responds, Reed, you know it's always been love. You threw me off at that party. Apology accepted. Let's chat in person. Mm. And then nothing, right? Two years later. Damn, two years? Girl, two years Shit. later, Rihanna. Oh, okay, Sierra had just, uh, remember Body Party? Yes. Body is my party. 
Hey. And she made the visuals, right? Yes. The video, which was a cute video. Yes. I mean, Sierra, if nothing else, she's going to dance. She gonna she's going to give body. She's yep. going to dance. And she's going to make you out. do a move that you're going to try to try uh-huh. and not be able to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> that part. <laughs> but um, anyway, Rihanna and her homegirl post a video of them watching the video and laughing. And so then Sierra's asked about it, and she's like, I have no idea, like, what her problem is. I think she's nuts right now. I thought we were cool. I don't really know what's going on. And so then that happens, and then Sierra just keep talking on them damn interviews, don't she? I mean, and they keep asking her, and she's real about it. What I like about her is that every time she's asked about it, she's basically like, yeah, I don't really know what the beef is. Like, she's acting kind of weird, but, you know, whatever. It's all love. I wish her nothing but the best. I wish her positivity. Like, she ends it by saying that, usually. Yes. Uh, But then in 2018, which is like, again, fast forward, (laughs) um, Sierra tweets a happy birthday to Rihanna. Mm. And uh, then Rihanna... It didn't say if she responded to that. I don't think she did. But like a month or two later, she posts a video of her singing goodies karaoke. Oh, okay. She's doing karaoke. She's singing goodies, goodies, which is like, again, iconic. But then I guess there's a few things to note about this beef, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. the beef started because Sierra and Chris Brown, I don't know if you remember, there was an award oh. show where they did Take You Down and they did that iconic, like they were dancing. It was really, it was yes. really, really good performance. And that song is the one to do it to. Okay. okay. That, <laughs> that's one of my favorite Chris Brown songs. To Same. I want to take you down. I really want to take you down and show you what I'm about. So they did their, <laughs> they did their dance kind of thing and they're saying that that is what led Rihanna to have this weird energy towards Sierra. Like, that was weird. And okay. then, on top of that, though, after that performance, Chris Brown did some interview and said that Sierra was his celebrity crush back Ooh. in the day or something like that. So then that was like, okay, weird energy, girl. This is weird. Uh-huh. So basically that beef has not really died down. The last time Sierra spoke on it, somebody asked her, like, it was when Re had her first baby, and damn was, that was recently yes and so sierra was on a red carpet for some event and the person <sighs> asked her some interviewer asked her like you know rihanna just had her first baby you know did you have a chance to congratulate her and she was like no we like she she had good energy she was she, she didn't just say <laughs> like, like Ew, no no bitch what <laughs> she was like oh my gosh i'm so happy for her congratulations i wish her nothing but the best go ahead girl and then they were like, oh, did you get a chance to congratulate her? And she was like, I actually haven't spoken to her in years. So, Ooh, no. yeah. So, no. No, I <laughs> no, haven't. I haven't. The fuck? Um, she was like, I haven't got the chance to. And so then that that was the last time. And um, I watched a little video about this. And the person in the video basically was like, hey, I guess Chris Brown and Sierra are about to do a feature on Chris Brown's album or something like that. I don't know if that really happened. Oh. But, um, they were like, yeah, Chris Brown tweeted about it. He said him and Sierra are cooking up something cool, so they might have a feature, so maybe there might be a resurgence of this beef. And I just want to say, absolutely mm. the hell not. Yeah, I do not think Rihanna is tripping like that. She hasn't spoke on it. I don't think she's going to do anything. I'm pretty sure she's matured a lot since 2011, 2012, whatever. You know, like She's not yeah. that person anymore. She's got two kids, a man. What three companies, homegirl, and she's focused on her own comeback allegedly. Exactly. We don't know. Exactly. I, well, Rihanna, you don't believe new music is coming until you hear it right. yourself. You need to just. I, I'll, Hopes I'll are not up. I see it. Hopes Drop are it. not up. 
drop okay, the album, drop, drop the, a song. Drop it, drop it, drop a single, right. and then I'll believe you. And not that lift <laughs> me up. I don't want that shit. I don't want that shit. It was, <laughs> bruh, we want you to pop. We want you to right. fucking really give it to us. It's Please. been too long. The energy needs to be higher. Higher. <laughs> so the last one that I want to talk about is Mariah Carey and Eminem. Oh my gosh, I almost did that. Which, I'm glad yes. you did it. And I was really like, well, yes. whoever does it, we can talk about it. Because I really want to talk about it. This Perfect. is one of my favorite beefs, right? Okay, okay. And I learned a lot about it doing my research on this. Period. So, Let me know. Um, Tell me everything. Let's go back to 2002. Mm, we? Take me Come back. with me. You know, Eminem, he has an interview. And he basically talks about how... Mariah Carey had an upcoming album called Charm Bracelet and how he was featured and he met her and worked with her on the thing and then they started dating for six months. Huh? Yeah. That's what he says in the interview. Oh, shit. Right? So then the album comes out and there's no Eminem feature on Charm Bracelet. He's not on the album. He's not credited with writing. Nothing. Right? And so she basically is like asked about it and she's like, yeah, no, that never happened. We never dated. Hey, I'm not going to lie. She probably lied. You think so? I do. I mean, somebody lied. Yeah, somebody lied. And so then he makes a song on his album. I think it's called uh, The Eminem Show. He makes a song implying, again, that they dated. And then he goes on an interview, um, and they ask him about it. And he's like, yeah, we definitely dated. But, you know, she's a liar, and I don't like her. <laughs> I don't like her because of that. It's like, that's, now that's now I don't like shit. her. Now she's yeah. being weird. I don't like her. And so then she does an interview, and she does a, wait, no, I don't think this is the open one. But anyway, she does an interview, and she's just like, yeah, we hung out four times, we talked on the phone, and I don't consider that dating. Hung out four times, talked on the phone, and I don't consider that. Okay, so, okay. So there might be a little miscommunication. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. he took it a little more seriously, and she's just basically saying, like, yeah, we hung out. And, oh, she also says that, like, it was... Pretty much like professional. It wasn't anything serious. We never did anything physical. It was just, you know, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Then she mm -hmm. makes a song called Clown. When Charm Bracelet finally does come out or whatever, she makes a song called Clown. Further denying claims that they dated and basically saying, like, you know, me taking my G5 for 20 minutes is not, like, serious. Because he was basically like, you flew out to me. You took your jet. And she's like, I do that all the time, baby. That ain't nothing. That's <laughs> so I'm Mariah Carey. That's, okay, I'm Mariah Carey. I do this. I fly right. all the time, honey. That I, I flew for me. I didn't fly for you. Thank you. Period. Period. And so then, <laughs> fast forward to 2006, he disses her again on a song. Then again in a 2000, 2009 song, he disses her. And Nick Cannon. Because at this point, in 2009, she's her and Nick Cannon him. were married. So then he disses them both, and he calls Mariah Carey a whore, and it's like, good, oh, luck, fuck. good luck with the whore, or whatever. And so yeah, Nick that Cannon, sounds, that sounds about right. now that he's in it, he writes a blog, I guess, on his website about Eminem, and he calls him a racist in disguise who has a history of disparaging black women. Ooh. And then he also says that he's down to fight whenever, whenever uh, if, if Eminem wants to like let his bodyguards let him come out and play. <laughs> hey, I would pay to see that. Fight. He says, and I quote, "I'm right here, pimp." <laughs> yeah, that was his threat. So like, Nick, him. please. And so then uh, after that, there's an interview with Eminem, and he kind of backpedals when they're when he's asked about like what Nick Cannon says, and he's like, you know, what I meant to say on my song was that I wish them the best. Like, it, it's just a song. I didn't I didn't mean it to be taken that seriously. I didn't know he was going to take it like that, but I just meant like, you know, good luck. 
kind of thing. I said good luck with your little black whore bitch. <laughs> but I meant to say good luck, you guys. I'll send you my fucking wedding I gift in the, the mail. I sent the wedding gift. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Come on, bro. He just backpedaled. And I feel like that was the thing. That was the hot button thing. Because, you know, Eminem is the white dude in the in the ma- majority black space. So it's like yeah. if, if, a, if a fellow black rapper, I guess we can call him Nick Cannon a rapper. <laughs> If I a fellow guess. black, <laughs> fellow black <laughs> industry professional <laughs> calls you, you know, racist in disguise because you always disparage the black one. Uh, maybe that was a little bit of a like, ooh, ooh maybe I should stop. Check myself. Maybe a I should bit. stop beefing with Mariah Carey. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't do this. And also, what? Who? Who was the lady on? Uh, on Real Housewives, it says, I don't have beef with men. Uh, like, what? How about that? Why are you beefing with, with a man? That's dangerous. I'm I'm okay. That doesn't feel safe for yeah. me to do. No, so, no. Don't do that. Um, so then, after that, Mariah releases the iconic bop, Obsessed. Oh, why so obsessed with me? Very. Lying that you're sexy. Hey. Everybody knows. She it's said, good. it's the way you act. Period. <laughs> like, what? You're doing too much talking. Shut up. Shut up. Ugh. But anyway, in the video, she dresses as a stalker. She mm-hmm. gets a, you know, a beard or a goatee, whatever this is, and a hoodie, and she's dressed as a dude, yeah. and she plays the stalker in the video. Looking like Eminem. She she pulled the Justin, uh, she pulled the JT Justin Timberlake yeah. with, with the Britney Spears mm-hmm. on Cry Me River. She pulled one of them. And yeah, I'm not mad at it. She did. And I'm not mad at it either. It's mm-hmm. a way to say it without saying it. Exactly. And the song is, again, a bop. It makes it Why? so much worse for the other person when there's a diss about you. Exactly. It does. And the song is popular. It's yeah. one of she she even was quoted as saying that's like one of her favorite songs that she's made ever. Right? <laughs> and she could have just been being petty. Hey, she is a petty queen. I'm she here really for it. is. She really. She really is. I love Mariah Carey. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, I think she's an Aries too. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Because I mean, I love Aries. Aries are so cool. Um, but yeah, so she's dressed as him in there. But then when she's asked about it, like you know, is that supposed to be Eminem, the stalker? And she's like, No, no, it's not supposed to be anybody. It's just mm-hmm. me playing a character. That's it. That's you know, it. Nothing personal to nobody. Which is like a very Mariah Carey response because yes. it's like y'all know, but like. Whatever. Whatever. Not not really. You know, but not really. Yeah, I'm not about to be, y'all not about to catch me in the blogs. Right? Mm. And then Eminem <laughs> goes and releases another song, dissing, uh, dissing, dissing <laughs> and threatening uh, to release eight-year-old pictures and text messages. Oh, my God. You are obsessed. Yeah. Over, to prove. over four dates? Girl. To prove that he dated Mariah. Like, he's like, nah. The Poonan must have been on fire. I mean, God it dang, dude, what is going on? on? I don't know what he's so obsessed about. He, yeah. like, at this point, you're proving the point. Like, yes, you yeah. are obsessed. That was you. 1, that was you. And so then Nick Cannon makes a di- diss track. Again, saying, like, you know, I'll fight you, basically. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> Nick Cannon like, making a diss track. That's so funny. Um, But then Nick Cannon, like, and him. Oh, no. And then Mariah Carey Reese, uh, releases... Obsessed the remix featuring Gucci Mane, which I had no idea existed until I was doing this research. I'm like, what? Hey, that should probably Gucci fire. Mane, and they made a video. That should probably fire as hell. I want to hear it now. Like, I got like, I'm I, like literally about to listen to this on my way yeah. home after ha- this. Have to, because I'm like, what? Yeah. The video was cute too. He's in the video and she looks. It's cute. It's cute. Was it like um, post clone Gucci or? 
I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. I think pre- it was pretty cool. He had like the gold grills and stuff oh, and the full faces. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. He didn't have the tattoo on his face either. So I think it was pre all of that. Okay. Um, but then of course Eminem makes another diss song and he's just really like vulgar. And at this point, it's like it's giving you're mad. Yeah, it's you're giving, being mad, you're, you're hella mad, you're really mad. And so then Nick Cannon divorces Mariah Carey and has who who Eminem on Wildin' Out to let bygones be bygones. And they do a little rap battle oh. and it's, they're all chummy now that Nick Cannon isn't married to Mariah Carey. Which, like, oh. where's the class? Where's this the is class? the mother of your children. Where's the class? Why would you do this? The way that he spoke about her is nasty. Like, I, mm. I do not like the way that he spoke about Mariah Carey. Because it's like, one, why are you beefing so hard with a woman like this? Thank you. And two, why are you, like, why you want to tear her down? What the, what? Yeah. Why are you doing this? For this many years, like it's dragging, bro. It started in 2002. This whole thing just went on way too long, in my opinion. It was ridiculous. Mm. Um, But then I guess on (laughs) (laughs) Nick and Eminem start beefing again. I guess there's like some interview that Eminem does where he talks some shit about Nick Cannon, talks about his rapping or whatever, and it's like he's a bad rapper, which is true, but right. like whatever, no That's one wants to hear that. The joke's so old. And so then they start beefing again, and then I stopped caring after that. I was yeah. like, you know what? Who cares? Who gives Who the a hell? Fuck? Who gives a damn? But um, Mariah won that beef, in my opinion, just oh, because. Thousand percent. Eminem, you lost. Yeah. You lost. You bro. lost years ago. You lost years ago. One letting this go on for so long. If you had all of this like receipts. Play the card immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, play it immediately. Don't wait years to tell me now you have text messages. Eight right. years later, baby. Eight years later, you have text messages and Thank pictures. Thank you. Thank Where you. Where was that? Eight years ago. Where was it? Come on. Let There's it go. nowhere to be found. Let it go. You're bitter. You're bitter. You're bitter. And we She's all know She's moved it. on. She got married. She had kids. Like, why are you still at this lady? What are you yeah. doing? Mm-mm. So anyway... Him and Nick Cannon, who knows if they still beefing on I stopped reading. I was like, you know what? Nick Cannon has other things to worry he about. He has I'm way sure. more things to freaking other, worry about. Let it go. Pri- a list of priorities. Okay. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Baby showers, birthdays, yeah. all that. He's booked and busy. <laughs> but, you know, shout out to Nick Cannon, though, because Wildin' Out is awesome, and he's doing big things, and who who knew? Because it wasn't going to be rapping that was going to take him to where nope. he is now. Nope. And he made it work. He he he's. I mean, he's he's had his hand in a lot of shit. He has you know Nickelodeon. I mean? like, like I mean, he's he's really yeah. And I guess Wild and Out is a very thing. successful show. It makes a lot of money. So yes. and it's been on forever. So long. Like, like I can't even remember when when was Wild and Out not a thing. I know. I I'm like I don't remember TV before it. So, right. <laughs> you know. Shout out to that on that. But you know, as far as him beefing with Eminem, I, like I was like I'm, I don't care about this. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Nick Cannon. Mm. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, leave Mariah Carey alone. Just leave her alone. Right. She don't bother nobody. Right. Now it's time for the weekly reel. And like we said, today's or yeah, today's topic is people pleasing. Mm. People mm. pleasing and the price of being nice. <gasps> or should we say too nice? But really nice, because honestly it does it costs energy to be nice. But, yes. You know, we all try to be, you know, we try we try. I think it's like heavy on the people pleasing. Yes. Paired with the nice. Yes. People mm-hmm. pleasing is something that for me, I feel like society really like I don't know, grooms young girls and women mm. to to be like that, especially if you're a woman of color, especially if you're a black woman. Yeah. You're told don't inconvenience anyone. 
consider everybody's feelings before you consider your own mm-hmm. and kind of don't take up too much space. Oh, you know? 1,000%. That's pretty much the narrative. And so what people-pleasing is, it's like you going out of your way, you know, abandoning yourself and your needs and prioritizing how someone else may feel over how you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, doing things just to please people, even though it's not really what you want to do. Right, right. You're constantly putting their shit over your shit. Yeah. And it's like, what is this? Not giving a fuck how it benefits you or nothing like that. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I am a reformed people pleaser. Same. I feel like I'm a recovering people pleaser because yes. I still have like not not that I have trouble saying no when it's stuff that I don't want to do right. but I do sometimes suffer with a little bit of guilt oh you know what yeah. I mean when I do do that when I do have to say like you know what actually I'm really tired because mm-hmm. I haven't gotten any sleep last night so I'm not going to be able to make it to the dinner tonight and you're like oh I'm sending the text message like oh I feel so bad they're going to hate me and it's like if somebody hates you because you can't make it to a dinner then y'all wasn't cool. Yo, like, there was big problems cool. there. Y'all yeah. weren't cool. This person didn't really like you for real. That is so true. I feel like that's a perfect word, like recovering. Yeah, because yeah. you're right. Like I'm not I'm not completely out of that phase or stage or whatever the fuck. It, it pops up. It pops up it for sure. In. It creeps in for sure. And I think like, I don't know. I, I feel like I started rec- recognizing it a lot more when I... I guess definitely became an adult Mm -hmm. because it was like, damn, why does this not feel good? Why does it feel like shit is not being reciprocated for me? Why does it feel like I'm over here just like somebody's fucking doormat all the time and thinking that it had something to do with me? And what happened was I was like, let me do some self-discovery. I was able to push, break myself down, look at all the little pieces, push by all the pieces that were not me Mm. and realize like, damn, there are so many pieces that are actually like not a part of who I am. And Say this that. people pleasing bullshit. Mm. Now I, I'm I'm kind hearted. I'm a gentle lover. Okay. You are. <laughs> you are a gentle lover. You know what I mean? Aww. Gentle lover girl. <laughs> but <laughs> a gentle lover girl. I like that. You girl. Know? That's but a, a hardcore people pleaser? Not, 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 that's not, that doesn't sit well with my soul. Yeah, no, that's not Mm. who we want to be. Yeah. That's not who we want to be. And that's not sustainable. Mm. Talk about it. Something that you touched on that like really kind of got me to the point of, like you said, the self-discovery was the resentment. I Mm. had a lot of resentment for people in my life, like my family and just like certain things. And you're like, why am I resenting going to this family function right now? Like, why Mm. do I feel like, like, why do I feel like that? These people have not, you know, like, what have they done to me? It's not that deep. We're going to go over here. We're going to eat. It's going to be fine. But the reason you're feeling like that is because it does feel like something where there's this obligation. And like you said, there's not a lot of reciprocation, especially going from, you know, like an adolescent to an adult Mm -hmm. in family. It's hard to shift that dynamic to where people see you as a, as a kid still, you know, you're 21 years old and you feel grown. You got a job, you paying your little bills, you got your little car, you're going out with your friends, you at the club, but your family still sees you as little you, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, they're like, Oh, you're just my little niece or my little, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I definitely can, you know, resonate with, with that. For me, it was that resentment that was like, okay, why do I feel like 
I'm moving heaven and earth, mm. you know, on my one day off that I get a week, I'm over here doing this when I'd really rather be at home catching up on my shows Absolutely. or hanging out with one of my homegirls and doing some yoga in the park or whatever. Like, I don't really want to be here. Mm -hmm. And you, and then you ask yourself, well, then why am I going? Right. Why do I keep doing this then? Right. And like you said, you realize how much of that is not you. Like, it's I'm not, not doing me. this for me. I'm not. Mm -mm. I'm doing this for them. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this so that they think I'm this good niece, this yeah. good granddaughter, this good daughter. Like, I'm doing this so that other people look good, mm -hmm. you know? And that's when you realize, okay, I don't want to go. Yeah. So maybe I should just not go. Yes. And I feel like that you, ooh, you saying that about like, you know, being seen, wanting to be seen as A, B, and C in somebody else's eyes, mm. that right there, letting go of that, if you could let go of that, Girl, maybe. Say that. If you could let go of wanting to be seen as blank by anybody else, you ooh, freedom. Soar. You could soar. You could fly. Freedom. You could really fly out of here. Okay. <laughs> because, baby, ooh. the way that they be trying to make you feel like you became the devil overnight as soon as you say <laughs> no or set a boundary, <laughs> it's like, oh, goddamn. Damn, you are really proving my point. We really are not as close as I thought we're we were. We're not. Ooh. Ooh, say that again because okay. you really do realize that like oh mm. my gosh this person isn't right here like I thought they were right here they're actually way over there they're actually in a different room right they're not even here at all and don't let you try to actually explain it like oh yeah you know I'm realizing that I'm giving a little too much to myself or of myself to others and I really want to start prioritizing me like don't let you actually have the verbiage oh, yeah, to no. break it down you feel me because even then sometimes motherfuckers just tune out yep. zone you out and they're like ooh I mean I'm glad that you're on a journey but what about me? You know what I mean? Or like, like that's still so-and-so. That's still your grandma. That's still your yeah, auntie. That's still, you know, you know, it's family. What that family you politics. And you're just like, bro, Ooh. I'm just, I need a break. I need a break. I need a break. You know, we're not advocating for people cutting off their family and no. not ever talking to anybody. But sometimes you got to figure out, take a step back. And then... Show up in a capacity that you can show up and it's not draining. Yes. Because that's what that's not what you want. You don't want every time. And I mean, like, I wouldn't want that. Like, I wouldn't want that for anybody, any of my family and friends. Like, if showing up and hanging out with me is draining you, mm. then, babe, don't come. Like, what? I yeah, don't want to do that. You can, <laughs> I don't want that for you. you dip. Yeah, I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me either. And honestly, you're right. We don't advocate for, for families and or people to cut their families off or cut loved ones off and all that. But what we do advocate for is putting yourself first. Putting, and if that mm -hmm. means that you do have to cut those people off because they're draining you and they're making you feel like a bad person for wanting to switch up the people pleasing or whatever it may be, then it might just be time for a cutoff. Okay. Might just be time. Right? What's the opposite of people pleasing? People mm. pissing off? <laughs> <laughs> People displeasing? People displeasing. People are going to not be pleased. Yeah, right. And I feel like there is like, because I think that people pleasing, right? I think it gets, it does get a bad rap because like when you say that, you automatically have negative thoughts Right? I picture it. like a servant that's like, here you go. Hello, yeah. Y'all, what, what else do you need? I'll do anything. Any, like Dobby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a house elf shit. Literally. Like, I'm not free. I serve you. Right. And then somebody gives you a sock and they're like... I'm free. I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. Yay. Like, bitch, I'm not sitting around waiting for a sock. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not a I give myself the sock. Right. I give myself the sock. I free myself. I free myself. Oh, I heard that's no. a word. I like that. 
I'm free myself. <laughs> it just, I feel like there's, just like anything, there are limits, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to how much you should be doing it or when when you activate that, yeah. right? Like, if you want to people please, you know, your partner or a friend or something like that, like, I think there's nothing wrong with it, but there has to be boundaries, I think, like, reciprocation. Yes. Like, there has to be certain things that come come to, into play without, yeah. b- without it feeling like, oh, my God, I feel drained, like you said. Yeah, and I, I think the main thing for me is I check in now with myself, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, do, do I want to do this because I want to do this? Or do I want to do this because, like you said, I want so-and-so to think X, Y, and Z about me? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that... It benefits both parties when you do that because then you're showing up authentically and you're showing up like, I'm genuinely happy, girl. I'm here for your, you know, your daughter's play. Mm. And I came because I wanted to come and I want to see the play and let's go (laughs) and I can really be here versus you having to overcome you not wanting to go in order to be there. And then are you really there? Right. You're there the whole time kind of like, damn, what time? How long is this? Damn, they said two hours. It's been two hours and six minutes. What's going on? So (laughs) it's like, is that really showing up? And I know for me personally, I don't want to show up like that. Like if that's how I'm going to show up, I might as well just stay home Mm -hmm. because that's not doing anything for you and your daughter and her play. Right. I'm just sitting there taking up a spot for somebody who might want to be there, you know? I'm just here for like out of like obligation, pressure. Like and you know some things we do have to do out of obligation, but sure. not everything. Right, not everything. We can decide. You have a choice, and I feel like that's the thing that I wanted to emphasize is that when it comes to people pleasing and stuff, it is our choice. Like you, that's why I love as you said, free. I free myself. It's mm-hmm. like I will free myself from this. We have the power to free ourselves from anything that's holding us back in life. It, it's us, the really the only person that could do it. But it's us that have that power, you know. And I think like with people pleasing, you. It's it's I noticed that with me I was giving my power away to people like well I gotta do it well you know I gotta go ahead and it's like no <laughs> you actually don't you actually don't you don't have to do this you ain't gotta do nothing girl you ain't gotta do nothing mm. so you know that that's my my take on that on how to yes. how to overcome it yes. you know and I mean it's definitely a process and oh you know. Like everything. Okay. Like, like everything. everything. It's a process. Take some damn time. Like, and I think that like too, you can easily, I know for me, the reason why I, I think got looped in so much into this people pleasing is because I think everybody always has seen me as being super nice, mm-hmm. you know, like that, oh, Taylor's so nice and da, da, da. And I'm like, I'm kind. You know what I mean? I'm a kind person. I like that <laughs> distinction. She said, I'm kind, but ain't nothing nice. Ain't nothing nice ain't over here. Ain't nothing nice over here. And I got I got a little I got a little distinction, right? I got a little yeah, yeah. little definition. Teach us, girl, teach us. So <clears throat> this um definition is someone who is nice, maybe polite, courteous, and considerate. However, niceness can sometimes be more surface level mm-hmm. and may not necessarily involve deep empathy. Or a commitment to helping others. Mm. So that shit sounds shallow as veneer is right. the word that comes to mind for me. Veneer, period. Yeah, just being nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and kindness goes beyond surface level politeness. Kindness involves genuine compassion, mm-hmm. empathy, and a sincere desire to help others. See, so. I'm hearing sincere. 
sincere. And that's something you are. You are. You are very sincere. You too. You know, Thank even you. even when you're even when you're not nice, <laughs> at least it's sincere. Thank you. And that is always something that I'm like, look, mm, I <laughs> I will tell you the truth, right? I will tell you the truth. It might be coming a nice little bow with a package and you know all the things. But it's going to be facts. It's going to be factual. And I'm going to let you know in a way that I'm not about to break your spirit with this truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna I mean, just, you might. I you might. might. <laughs> but you're not. That's not your intention. That's not my intention. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to break your spirit. I'm not going into it like nice, nasty. Let me fuck you up real quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like that's why nice, nasty is a thing. Yeah. Like, oh, just because you say it with a smile on your face doesn't mean that you're being a good person. Right. So. Right. Boom. Like, we know. We know. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's, I mean, have any of y'all, mm, this might ruffle a few feathers, but have any of y'all been to a black church? Ooh. Man. Because I feel like, not all black churches now, don't don't come over me now, but I feel like if you have been to any old school, traditional Baptist black church. Or really any church. Or any real. church. <laughs> I can only speak from the black perspective. You gonna find some nice nasty. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Oh, actually, actually, I did go to a Catholic school. There's a lot of Catholic. Like, yeah, nice, I think that's a, that's there. a a thing. Mm-hmm. In in you know, I can I can say like Christianity and Catholicism for sure because I've been to those two churches. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a lot of you know, and I feel like it's a place of worship. Everyone's there for oh, status yeah. and like I'm a good person. Look at me. I'm yes. going to heaven. You know, that's the vibe. You know, a lot of, and it's weird that there's a lot of judgment in those spaces, even yeah. though, like, the Bible says, come as you are, and mm-hmm. J- Jesus wasn't judging people, mm-hmm. but everybody's judging everybody in the church house. Yeah. Everybody. 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 So, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. So, yeah, I, I want to know about, like, what was your, what was your um, perspective of, like, what nice was for you growing up? I know it wasn't me, <laughs> but I've always been like, like why we, you know, chose the name how to be real. I've always described myself as a real person. Mm. And, you know, the you thing about real. being real is it's really hard for me to like sit in someone's face and play. Like, it's just hard for me. And when I'm doing mm-hmm. it, it's not nice because you can hella tell that I'm being super duper fake. Like, it's not genuine. It's not sincere. I'm being nice. Yeah. Not, right. not kind. I'm nice. You not know? kind. And I'm not good at that. I'm really not. And it takes a lot of my energy and I really actually hate it. So it's like, while mm-hmm. I'm doing it, I hate it. So then it's just like, why am I doing this bullshit? Yeah, your hair looks cute. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want from <laughs> like, me? The hair actually looks bad. No. <laughs> I'm lying to you and it's obvious. So yeah, I've I've always been like like that, you know, like mm. everyone would be saying like, oh, be nice, be nice. But it would be situations where like somebody wants a hug and I don't want to give them a hug. Say why that. is that? Why is it nice to give someone a hug that you don't want to hug? Why is Say that it. nice? Say it. How come it's not nice to just be like, oh no, thank you. Yeah. Hi. Hey. No thanks. But yeah, <laughs> that that was me coming up, and so I I just know that like, I I'm not gonna. I can be nice, but I know that no one's going to be like, she's such a nice girl, <laughs> you know, unless you call me on a good day. That's not true. I've heard people say Tasha B is nice. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? I feel like, why? I feel like the. You call um, me on a good day. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that call I'm just like nice rude day. and mean, but no. I'm just myself, you know, like I don't like to, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I do like to act. I'm an actor, oh, but like in my everyday life, you know what I mean? Like if there's no camera. I'm not mic'd up. What are we doing? Yeah. What was the show for? 
Yeah. I feel like you, like, have always moved so, like, authentically in who you are. You know what I mean? Like, very genuine. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I feel like that is... I feel like people aren't used to getting just no, genuine sides of people off top. You know what I mean? They expect you to be nice, to put on the facade, to put on the mask and just yeah. kind of like come in in a like n- nice little cloud bubble. You know what I mean? And when you show them like shit ain't always sweet. You know what I mean? It ain't. I feel like people automatically will be like, she's so rude. She's so this. They're so that. And it's like, bro, I'm not mean and rude and all that other shit. I'm really just not in the mood to put on this fucking that, fake stuff. And I don't really, I mean, I think I'm better at it now, but I used to be so bad at like small talk, like mm. the weather and yeah, that, oh my gosh, the, the pink wall is like really pink, isn't it? Like that type of stuff would always feel so awkward to me. So yeah. for me, it would really just be like, yeah, it is cold. Because you're like, I don't give a right. fuck. Right, I'm just like, like, what is this? I can't give this hella energy just talking about how it's cold. Like, we both know it's cold. We both standing outside. It's cold. Yeah. All I can say is, yeah, for real, it is cold. What it's else? Cold too. I'm like, I can't turn that into a whole combo. And I think that's a thing where I've been called, like, standoffish and things mm. like that. But as far as nice is concerned, it is something that I remember being told that, you know, be nice. But then me feeling like, I don't want to do that because it feels... You know, inauthentic. So, you know, not that it's, you know, on brand for me to be rude as fuck. No, just saying that, like, I I think kindness definitely resonates more for me and it always has. Because being kind is like helping someone if you see they're struggling and just being like, oh, dang, I don't want this person to struggle with what they're carrying. Let me Mm -hmm. offer some help. Like that type of thing, that's definitely here. Like, I definitely move with kindness in the heart. I love giving love and, like, you know, Telling someone their hair looks cute when it does look cute, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. that type of stuff. That's more. That's more me. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's your vibe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've definitely. I mean, I, I I tell you this often, but I feel like I definitely, like, really respect you know the way that you move in in those scenarios. You know what I mean? Because it's just like it helps remind me as somebody who has grew up very people pleasy, very much like come into the room with that nice little mask on all the time, you know what I mean? And um, it helps me to remember like, I don't owe these people niceness off top. I don't owe these people anything you don't off top, you know you what don't I mean owe like, anybody anything except ourselves especially if exactly. we ain't got it if you ain't got it girl don't don't do it right and if it's not feeling like if i'm not genuinely feeling like ready to give a a good vibe out you yes. know what i mean or if i'm not like in the mood for small talk because now i can small talk i can small talk but do i want to all the time Absolutely not. But I just do because yeah. it's just like it feels like I've just done it my whole entire fucking life. Yeah. So it's like word vomit. But in my head, in my little thinker, my little Tay inside is like, bitch, stop. <laughs> Reel it the fuck in. Reel it in. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes I'm like, I channel my inner Tasha B and I'm like, <laughs> it is cold. <laughs> yep, there <Turn>. is. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Wow, it's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that. One of my favorites is, oh, wow. That's awesome. I'm not mm. even listening to you. I don't even like you. No, no <laughs> I've decided that I don't like you, and as soon as I can walk away, all right, I'm going to head to the bathroom. I ain't going to the bathroom. I'm just getting away from you. I just have to leave. 
I just can't do this anymore. I need it's too peace. much of torturing. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, we know the holidays is coming up and mm. part of people pleasing and like we mentioned, obligations and things like that mm. comes, you know, holiday parties, family get togethers, all the friends givings and you know, all the things that goings on. Yeah, all the things. <laughs> you know, you got the pajama parties, the Christmas parties, the all the things. Yeah. And it's like you feel obligated. You feel obligated to go to the the potluck at mm. your company because you think, oh, if I can rub some elbows, maybe I can, you know, talk to the boss and maybe get a promotion and all yep. the things. But <laughs> uh, I'm here to say that I've definitely had this holiday, certain holidays where I just am not feeling the spirit. I'm not feeling the gather around everybody and let's talk about <laughs> why we're here and what we're grateful for. Like I'm just not yeah. in the vibe. I'm not in the mood. And so there are times where, you know, it's okay. Let me just say that. It is okay if you don't want to go. Mm. It's okay. Save yes, your is. energy. Spend the holiday how you want to spend it. These days, life is crazy. We have all this information, and a lot of it is heavy and negative and sad and heartbreaking. So if you feel like, look, I get this time off, and I just want to lay down, mm. do that. Do that. Make yourself do that. happy. Do what you want to do. And if you can show up in those spaces, show up. But as soon as you're ready to go, get on out of there and do what you want to do. You yeah. know, it's it's life is too short. You know, life is mm. too short to be around, you know, vibes that just are super harsh or mm. people that are really not nice to you or in, in an environment where you feel like you just don't fit in and you aren't seen or appreciated, then Go somewhere where you are. Yes. Go. I encourage you this holiday season to go where you're celebrated. Go where people are like, oh, my gosh, we're so glad you made it. Instead of, oh, you made it finally. You right. know what I mean? Like, let's 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 do some genuine connecting this Happy holiday in a, season. Happy in a real way, not in a nice, nice nasty way. Yeah, Like, in a real way. We're done with nice, nasty holidays. Yes. We're not doing it anymore. Ooh. And even if that means being by your damn self. Okay, you and your pet, you and your partner, you and yourself, like she said. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, I mean, I feel like, you know, being by yourself during holiday season sometimes is really hard. Sometimes mm-hmm. is really difficult, especially if you've maybe lost some loved ones yes. or, you know what I mean? Like, you just maybe haven't always had a good relationship with your family or maybe you've never celebrated before, you know what I mean? Right. Just Period. So it could definitely be hard to be alone in a holiday season and just like in these darker, darker seasons, period, um, because that, uh, you know, wintertime depression is, is real. It's real. Seasonal depression is very real. <laughs> yes. But the cool thing, like I see that a lot of, you know, like bars and restaurants mm-hmm. will throw events for, yep. for that. And I just think that is so awesome to Same. have like Christmas events and, you know, Friendsgiving events at, uh, I know Tiger does one. Yeah. Um, I think it's really cool for for people who don't have people because exactly. not everyone has people. Sometimes you move to a new city and all your people are in a whole different state mm-hmm. and you don't have anyone to, you know, do stuff with. Yeah. So and the way the economy is right now, you can't afford to go and catch that flight okay. back across the country. No, you cannot. You not all the time. And then the way traveling during the holidays is mm. not, not something that I ever want to do again. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you will be this season. I know this season. Luckily, after yeah, that's like true. literally, I think we're leaving the 29th. Yeah, so yeah, going to Jamaica. Ooh, Jamaica, Jamaica. Hey, yeah. 
<sighs> but yeah, so I did have a quote that I wanted to share. And um, love quotes here. You know, it's a short one, but it's uh, don't sabotage your peace just because chaos is familiar. Repeat it. Repeat it again. Don't sabotage your peace just because chaos is familiar. Mm. And that's something that we do as humans. You know, we do that. Whatever is familiar to us, we tend to think is safe just because, you know, heck, I know what to, I don't know what to expect. I know what this motherfucker going to do, even though that motherfucker is crazy and you probably should just get away from them. Yeah. It's, you know. You're like, Human but I, I know this. I know I yeah. know this crazy. Yeah. I know this chaos. Mm-hmm. So why is it? Oh, Tasha B, you don't yeah. have any idea how hard that hit, how close to home that hit is me hard. Right but I was like, I want to share it here because wow. like a lot of the times when we're making these changes, mm-hmm. I know for me, like everything that I do is, you know, from a place of love. And with the intention on, I want to cultivate my space. And my space, I want to feel peaceful. I want it to feel peaceful. I want it to feel authentic. I want it to feel warm. I want it to feel comfy. Not too comfy, obviously, yeah. you know, but you want it to feel like, okay, cool. I feel safe. I feel peaceful. I feel like, yes, this is it. You know what I mean? That I have that one place. And so for me, I know a lot of the habits that we have, like you said, doing that self reflection and you're like okay there are some choices that I'm making that are not in alignment with my peaceful space yeah you know and a lot of the times it's these habits like I said are really hard to break where you know going back to normal for some of us means going back to chaos Mm. going back to drama going back to you know turmoil and toxicity and it's like that's not we're not going to do that. It may be familiar, but that's not where we live. Yeah. That's not where we're staying, and that's not what we like. So mm. let's 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 break that. You know, let's let's stop. Oof. Choose peace. Choose peace. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's the harder choice. Girl, yeah, I feel like that was a perfect, perfect close. Like, mm. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, I'm dumbfounded. Like, <laughs> we we got offline about that. Yeah, girl, marinate <laughs> on that, friends. <laughs> You know, we love for you all to stay connected with us. You can find us at how to the letter B real on Instagram and TikTok. And at our personal pages, I'm at just say underscore Tay. And I'm at the Tasha B. Yes. And we also we want to hear from you. Like when we say we want some like listener letters, some like advice, some questions. We mean that shit. Some topic suggestions, anything. Let us know what you think. Say hey, whatever you want to do. Please. And you can send any and all of those things at heyhowtobereal at gmail.com. Yes. So go ahead. Find all that in the show notes at the bottom of this episode, wherever you're watching it from. Um, And before we leave, I'm going to do a little random reel. Yes. (laughs) We usually like to leave you a little random piece of information because we already give you a lot of really like thought-provoking, intentional info. Yes. Just a little random tidbit. Ask yourself, am I stressing over some business that isn't my own? Mm. Mm. (laughs) Does this thing that I'm worrying about have anything to do with me and my (laughs) well-being? Everything is not your burden to carry, beloved. Thanks for listening. <laughs> let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Hey. That part. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for listening and uh, stay, stay real. real. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>